Hello and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas, and today we're talking seniors. And first of all, what is a senior dog? Because just the little white hairs in the face doesn't say the whole story. And the old adage that one dog year, you know, is equivalent to seven human years, is really not uh, scientific. And it really varies. It doesn't account for the variability between breeds. You know, little dogs tend to live longer and bigger dogs tend to age faster, therefore live a little bit less as compared to small breeds. And so the American Kennel um, Association came up with a, a different formula to do that. The first year of age is about 14 to 15 years of age. And I truly agree with this because this is the reproductive age of the dog. So most dogs at nine, between six and nine months, they will have the first heat. In some larger breeds, it could be more like 10 or 11 months. Um, But that's their reproductive age. So they go from babies to having babies. So I think I agree with 15 years for the first year. But then uh, the second year is a little bit different. It's about nine years for a medium-sized dog um, and about seven for a small dog. Medium-sized, too big, more or less nine years. And then um, below, you know, 30 pounds would be more like, um, you know, seven. And then after that, it's pretty consistent whether the dog is old or young or uh, a different breed, a small breed or a giant breed. It's about five years. So it's a little bit of different formula to calculate the age, but I feel it's a little bit more appropriate and counts the uh, differences in breed and the variability of, of, of sizes. And so another thing that is a point of contention with seniors is, you know, how old do they live? Well, it's quite simply impossible to predict because, um, some dogs that have been the oldest dogs currently um, living dog is Spike, and he's from Ohio, and he was just uh, granted by Guinness Record the record of the oldest living dog. He's a Chihuahua, so we expect little dogs to have it. Uh, so Spike is 23 years old and appears to be in good health, and it looks very active. And so when we look back, okay, Let's see what records, other records uh, from Guinness records in older dogs. Well, there is uh, the oldest dog recorded was a 29-year-old female cattle dog from Australia. And she worked until the last year of age. And so 29 and active, that's amazing. I mean, I just salivate thinking of having any of my dogs live to 29. It would be so wonderful. And I bet that some of our listeners are like, yes, I want mine to beat that record. And so after that, I think it was 27 or 28, um, there was other dogs. Uh, and the funny thing is, if you look at the, the breeds, the oldest one ever was the Australian cattle dog, which is a medium-sized dog. Second dog was a beagle. And I, in, in my practice, the oldest dogs that I've seen have been beagles and they have gotten to 21 and a half and uh, two Cocker Spaniels. They were litter mates. One lived to 21 and the other one lived to 19 and a half. And in good shape, pretty good shape, both of them. Um, and those are middle, 
you know, I guess small uh, to medium size. And then uh, Butch was the second one, was the Beagle, and he lived 28 years. And Bramble was a Border Collie. Again, this is a medium-sized dog, very active dog, and lived to 25. And that one was in a vegetarian diet. Is it the diet or is it something else they have in common? I believe it's a little bit of everything, right? It's a little bit of luck, a little bit of good genes, a little bit of great uh, nurture, good food, and uh, good chi, you know, whether it's the environmental chi, the chi in the house, um, and the food, the, the chi that comes from the food, the good chi. But also, there's a lot to do with activity. The mind-body connection cannot be denied even in dogs. And so these dogs, when you look in there, what they did, they were hunting or working breeds. And so working breeds that actually do their job, not that they're in the couch all day, they tend to live longer, very active lives, pretty healthy lives. So I think it's a, a great excuse to get out and start walking with your dog and doing exercises with your dog and try to see both you and your dog live longer. And then, of course, um, the things with uh, seniors is that they have different needs than a regular dog. And I mean like a younger dog. So different nutritional needs, um, different uh, emotional needs as well. And what are the advantages of having a senior in your household? Well, I would love everyone to go out and start adopting senior dogs. Some of them are dropped past Christmas and the holidays. The shelters see a big increase in relinquishment of senior dogs and senior cats. And it breaks my heart because they have a lot to offer still. And so all of you listeners out there, just go, even if it's a specific breed, you would see purebreds in the shelters just because they're older. And the senior years do not have to be the worst years of your pet. They can actually be very productive and they can actually enjoy be golden years, not, you know, the crappy years. And so how are we able to provide them with a better quality of life in those years? Well, number one, I feel like visits to the veterinarian, uh, whether it's holistic or standard, but they need to do integrated medicine, check the blood work, because some of these symptoms of disease do not appear after, but after many months of the disease being present, the disease process gets to a point where the body cannot cope with it, and that's when it shows up. We're talking about kidney disease, we're talking about liver disease, we're talking about um, other diseases like Cushing's disease that could take a couple of years to develop. And it might be very mild uh, symptoms, just uh, panting a lot, or maybe the quality of the coat is a little bit different, they shed more, it doesn't seem to grow the hair as it used to be. Or maybe it's just a slowing down, you know, not wanting to go out and exercise and do things. And so those are very subtle signs, but they could signify something underlying. So that's our job as a pet owner is to notice these things because that's who we have the bond with. 
and definitely take it to the veterinarian so that we can check blood work in the senior. So in the senior, there's a couple of things that we use to even determine if in the next couple of years your pet is going to develop kidney disease. So SDMA is a great test to predict, and there's a lot of different labs, and they have their own tests, and they claim one is better than the other. But something like SDMA, which predicts the uh, kidney failure or kidney disease within 18 months of taking that test, it's a pretty good test because what it does for us, even if the enzymes are perfectly fine, creatinine, phosphorus, uh, BUN, ammonia is perfect, then if the SDMA is elevator, elevated, then that is our point for us to intervene, changing lifestyle, lowering the protein of the food, making sure that our pets are maybe the food consideration would be less dry, more moisture in the food, whether we kind of force them to drink or add it to the food. Um, and again, just uh, watching for some symptoms, maybe starting some nutraceuticals like aminovast, um, a force fast bind, depending on, you know, if there's any kind of signalment in the blood work. So I think there's so much to talk about the senior stuff that I will just like to continue our conversation in the next uh, chapter of uh, the Pet Healer Podcast. So if you like this one today, please subscribe and hit the notification button so you don't miss the second part of your senior dogs and uh, golden years. How can we make them end in great terms and have a long, beautiful, fruitful life? So until the next episode, take care. And remember that from now on, we're going to be uh, downloading every Friday a brand new episodes. So you can be on the lookout for them. Uh, in the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, we also have a website, thepethealerpodcast.com. And uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Information about this episode came from my book, Alvet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic, and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital, and our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com osavets.com there's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing and our pet healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms so we're looking forward to seeing you again